Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. On my phone's calendar today, it says that today is actually a lot of things. Mother's Day, of course, everybody knows that, although that doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. Some of us today will gather with mothers and joy and gratitude, but for more than a few others of us, today is a day of grief. Some of us will grieve today because we miss our mothers who died. Others will grieve today because we miss our spouse, the mother of our children, who has died. A few of us today, oh so painfully, will grieve the loss of a child who has died and so can't stop by or call home today. While others will grieve relationships that are ill or perhaps dying and children who won't stop by or call today. And then others because even mothers aren't perfect, will grieve the mothers that our mothers were never quite willing or perhaps quite able to be, in some cases for reasons we've never been quite willing or quite able to accept or understand. We, all of us today, too, of course, have made the decision on this Mother's Day to worship the one whom Scripture paints with rich hues of both father and mother love that is perfect. And in doing so, we give thanks to our Father and Mother God for those who fathered and mothered us in the faith. And we give thanks as well that perfection is not required for us to be loved by God, for God loves us even though we have sinned. And we pray, let us surely pray that we might grow in faithfully living the truth that perfection is not required in others for us to love, even though they have sinned. Today, as Pam mentioned, and my calendar also reminds me when I open my phone, it says that today here at Gloria Day is this thing called Compassion Sunday, 
which, as Pam hinted at, means that at an adult forum downstairs today, but also after worship in the narthex today, Gloria Day members and friends will have had the opportunity today to learn more about this organization called Compassion International, through which you, no matter your age or your gender, could choose, if you choose, to mother a child by becoming their compassion sponsor. It costs $38 a month. It's a Christian organization, but it's, it provides very holistic care, supporting a child's education, a child's spiritual growth, a child's social development, a child's nutrition and health. Compassion International works with organizations around the world, oftentimes churches, and it just so happens that one of those partner organizations is, of all the places, the Children's Ministry Center at our companion parish in Same, Tanzania, which means that though, of course, you could, for any number of reasons, sponsor a child from almost anywhere in the world, like, for example, our daughter, who um, sponsors a child in Guatemala because, number one, um, she's been to Guatemala, number two, because She's very fluent in Spanish, and she likes being able to write and talk to him when she can. But here at Glory Day, you also have the option of sponsoring a child, if you choose, from our companion congregation in Same. And in doing so, I think, perhaps deepening and enriching our bond, our bond with them. As Pam mentioned, Dan and Nova Colander will be leading uh, the Compassion Sunday program at Adult Forum after worship today. Uh, when Kathy and I and the Colanders uh, were in Same in 2019, we visited uh, for an extensive period of time with Gilliard, um, who's the Compassion and Children's Ministry Program Director. He made it abundantly clear that children absolutely do not need to be members of the parish. They do not need to be Christians in order to be supported by the Compassion Program. That said, he said, more than a few of them and their families too over the years have ended up choosing to become Christians and members of the parish even though it's not required for here's how it turns out. It turns out that loving your neighbor preaches a pretty good sermon about the God who loves your neighbor too. And people hear that sermon when they are loved. Not all of us, of course, are in a position to or are inclined to sponsor a compassionate child, which of course is fine. But as people of faith, we all of us do pray. Let us surely all pray that whether sponsorship is something we do or not, we might ever grow in faithfully living the truth that be it across the world or across the street, there is always someone to love. And in doing so, in the ways that we, each of us, absolutely can, being for them the love of Jesus. It's a sermon that'll preach. And then as well today, it is the day that it is every single year on the fourth Sunday of the church's Easter season, that being a Sunday called Good Shepherd Sunday, when the psalm every year is the oh-so-cherished 23rd psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, and when the gospel reading every year is one portion 
or another portion or a third portion of John chapter 10, the uniting theme of which is found in Jesus' words, I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep and who in our passage for today says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hands. If there's a child you love, whether she is yours by birth or by love, you know that you can be in a place crowded with children and noisy with the noise of children, but if the one whom you love calls to you, you hear not noise, but you hear her because you know her voice. My sheep, Jesus says, know and hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. Jesus, of course, in this noisy, noisy world, is not the only one who calls our names and invites us to follow, right? So how do you know which voice is his? Well, I won't presume to tell you absolutely for sure every time and in every situation how to know that or discern that. But there's one thing over the years I've come to believe is surely an important part of knowing and discerning the voice of Jesus. And I've come to that discernment conclusion over the years kind of like this. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, David says to the shepherd in his cherished 23rd Psalm. And our shepherd God, God the Father, Scripture says elsewhere, is love. Notice this because this is an astounding claim, not that God is loving, but that God actually is love. And Jesus and the Father, says Jesus in our text for today, are one. Put these three together, and how did David and how do we know, discern, ascertain which voice among all the voices is the voice of the shepherd? The shepherd, I've come to believe, every time is the voice calling us from fear to love. Don't take my word for it. Do your own listening to all the voices in this noisy, noisy world calling your name and inviting you to follow. And notice how many of them seek to lead you precisely with or into fear. Fear of other people, especially those whom you perceive as being somewhat threateningly different than you and your people. Fear of change. Fear of things never changing. Fear of the future and what it will bring. Fear of the past and what it will come back to haunt you with. Fear of your sin and that it will forever condemn you and define you. Fear of failure and then being defined as a failure. Fear of losing then being defined as a loser. Fear of success and then not being able to live up to it. Fear of being found out. 
Fear of being found unworthy. Fear of what will happen to us. Fear of what will happen or maybe even is happening to one we love. Fear of life. Fear of death. Oh my, yes, the voices are legion. And they are the voices of wolves whom Jesus in John 10 calls the voices of not the good shepherd, but of thieves and bandits. Thieves and bandits being those who steal from you. And what they steal is peace, as what they seek to lead you with are your fears. Sisters and brothers in Christ, the world is drowning in its fears. With so many taking others down with them, Fear fully. Listen to the voice calling you from fear to love. It is, I've come to believe, every time the voice of your shepherd. For he and the Father are God's love for God's world. In this life, unto the next. And as Michael Curry writes, if God is love, then if something isn't love, then it isn't God even if it's quoting Bible verses. And so then, too, if Jesus and the Father are one, then if the voice you're listening to isn't calling you from fear to love, then the voice you're listening to isn't Jesus. Insert a smooth transition here when I now begin this paragraph. I spent the first 50 years of my life anxious around <clears throat> being fearful of dogs. Then our, da our daughter, 23 or so at the time, adopted a rescue dog, only soon to discover that she could not be the mother he needed. He being a very hyperactive jack rat terrier, who barked every time a door opened or closed in her apartment building, and she, being a single mom, who worked 50-plus hours a week not at the apartment. So Captain was invited to move in with Grandpa and Grandma in North Dakota. <clears throat> and here's what happened. Loving me unconditionally, he didn't just move all the way to Grand Forks where Grandpa and Grandma lived at the time, he moved all the way into Grandpa's heart. And as love moved in, fear moved out. He came in the fall. Uh, the following spring, on the fourth Sunday of the next year's Easter season, he helped me preach that year's Good Shepherd Sunday sermon. I will not repeat it for you, but here's how I began it. Rather than preach from the pulpit that day, I wore my headset mic, and at sermon time, I walked to the center aisle, and I looked to the back of the nave, and I said, Captain, come. And Kathy had been holding him. She let him go. He ran down the aisle, bolted up into my arms. Captain loved to sit in my arm like I was his personal lazy boy recliner. And that's where he sat while we preached, me with my words, he with his smile. And we preached about being loved and knowing love's voice and coming when love 
calls and having a place in love's arms and in love's heart and loved beyond our fears, now following where love leads. Captain loved being in my arms. When he was there, everything was good. He was afraid of nothing. I mean, he didn't like thunder, but in my arms, thunder wasn't very frightening. He didn't like strangers when he first met them. In my arms, strangers weren't that frightening either. He didn't like it if I left him, but if I took him with me, there was nothing to be afraid of. Captain, you want to go for a ride? Foom! Just two weeks after he moved from Grand Forks to Iowa City, he was diagnosed with advanced cancer of the spleen. It was not treatable, and it was only going to get more painful. So listening to love, we did what we believed love needed to do, even though it was a very hard thing and hurt terribly. The vet did what needed to be done while I held Captain in my arms. Where loved, he died unafraid. My sheep, says the Good Shepherd, hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and nothing, no one, neither life nor death, will snatch them out of my arms. So, so have no fear, little flock. You are loved. You are held in the Father's arms and heart. So go into God's world and in the ways you surely can. Love your corner of it past its fears. Amen.